0: Retro Hangovers supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We'd especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Studstill Smash The Milkman, Katie Quick, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon JC, Megan Caruso, Mast Keaton, Andrew Laguori, Ozzy Garcia, The Retro Vixen. Adam from the Good, the Bad, and the Backlog, Thunderdome Gaming Society, Diskymera, Jenny E, Rick Firestone, Keith Gasper, Dave Jackson, Eric Guess, Kayla Jackson, and Nomad from the Retro Wildlands podcast. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated.
1: Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to the most recent episode of Retro Hangover.
0: Welcome to the podcast where we joke jolly journeymen jiggling, juggling, juggles joining jubilantly. This is Retro Hangover. I am your co host, Chris Copeline, with special guest, Ryan Trainer from the Banzai Chat podcast. And as always, your host, Shane. We stand for Drick Dragon. there we go
1: that's 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 my stand move i've just got i've got our i've got gorp as my as my uh my persona my my summon if you will if i were a jojo fighting character that's what would be there and i want now i want somebody to make that please please make that yeah
0: it wraps around your body like vegas snake does hell
2: yeah yeah. I mean, now seriously, we're that's a awesome, like the dick dragon would be a Jojo stand. Like Araki would probably be like, mm. yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but what music reference does it come
1: from? <laughs> I approve.
0: Um, What is that band? The, the Fire and the Flames. Who does that? Uh, uh, dragon, dragon Force. Forest. There you go. That's, that's
1: Jinx. Forced, forced Dick Dragon. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. There we go. No, and we're, we're onto something here. Okay. If I ever become a fighting game character, that, that is what I want. Specifically Jojo. Cause I guess the stand thing doesn't make sense otherwise, but there you go. Exactly. Dragon yeah. force through the fire and the flames. I'm all about this. Somebody make that happen. We can do this.
0: Capcom. I know you're listening.
2: Dick. De- yeah, that de- definitely. I mean, Iraqis <laughs> probably listen to this podcast. I'm sure <laughs> you got to tag him. I don't know how to tag him. You can't. He's a vampire. I mean, oh. does he listen to uh podcast? I'll figure it out. I mean, you said he is. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know why being a vampire makes you not listen to podcasts. You probably would listen to a lot of podcasts because yeah. Uh, yeah. What else are, like, you, what else do? are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Especially during the day.
1: Yeah, no, it's actually that, that is, uh, that is a defined accepted piece of, of, uh, you know, vampire lore. they, do not see their own reflections. They cannot cross running water and they also are unable to listen to podcasts. So there you go. That's why they're so angry. <laughs> all those teeth and no toothbrush. Wow. I was not expecting a water boy reference today, but
2: here we are. <laughs> the Abaduma a la Gamba. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But first of all, hey, welcome,
0: welcome back to the show. Ryan, I think this is the first time in a long time we have not talked about a Fist of the North Star game. I would argue, though, that this game is somewhat inspired. Uh, we can probably get to that later. But it, is it inspired? I have no idea.
1: I mean, it feels like there it sure are a lot of fists.
2: There are, and they go aura, aura, aura. No, you're correct. There's hundred uh, percent oh. of uh fisting in this. Oh. i knew i liked it this this is nars tower was a big reference with this uh media we're going to be talking about today nice
0: and because ryan is here this is anime month and i i'm happy to continue this tradition that every year we bring on ryan trainer to talk about an anime game and i i love this i want to continue to make sure this goes on as long as possible ryan thank you for coming back for another year and we love having you here
2: just because I'm so nervous, I can't think of how you say uh, thank you in Japanese. But thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I, I also appreciate it because anime month just means that I
2: get to take a vacation. gato, Mr. Rabato. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> but before we get into our topic du jour, as you have probably assumed and well, knew when you clicked on this episode, we were going to be talking about JoJo's bizarre adventure. We like to talk about the games we have been playing lately. And we like to kick off with our guests and they get to open this up about what games we've been playing lately. Ryan, what have you been up to?
2: Well, I've been playing a whole lot of games. And one game I've been playing that yeah, I was like cuz I was juggling a couple games, but I just have to talk about Death Stranding. Hmm. Oh. And just because such a big metal gear fan this game i haven't beaten it yet i'm like halfway through it but it's something it's it's a weird game of um when you played like metal gear solid ground zero and five or whatever you want to call that one it's so much of that same game but you're not doing the cool shit
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> really okay you're really selling this continue <laughs>
2: You gotta you gotta explain this one. But it still has that whole I don't think Kojima just really gets the whole open world concept that well. Cause I like Death Stranding. It's a cool game. There's a lot to do and you're just in this whole world and you're walking here, walking there, and doing this. But there's just like no substance to it, which mm. was a Metal Gear solid game. I don't know. It just it just makes me wanna play metal gear solid so much more. Maybe that was the point.
1: Yeah, say that that was actually the he's he's just playing 4D chess here. He just really wants to get you to play
2: Metal Gear. That's what it is. He's doing a good job because (laughs) I, I mean I don't think like even with like Norman Reedus and like even having like all the actual actors, like they do a really good job and everything looks amazing. And it is a lot of fun like going around the world and you're like making these ways to get through shit but it's like you go across america in like three days it's like okay um metal gear solid anything makes more sense than this (laughs) but whatever there's just like no story i just i feel like i'm halfway through the game according to like what i looked up and stuff and i'm just like what am i doing but again like still just like playing around the world and doing the pickups and just because again, you you're basically a delivery guy. It is fun. It's fun like exploring. It's like it's very like Minecrafty, I guess, because you can do so much useless stuff. And it doesn't matter, but if you want to put the time in, it actually makes the game more fun. But if you don't want to, you don't have to do that. So there is no point of like having like even like a easy mode to a hard mode. It's like up to you if you want to do it that way. Even with like the enemies, Hmm. like they're just they're just all dumb. You can just run up and just beat the crap out of like 50 (laughs) people where it's like in Metal Gear Solid 5, which is like it's the same gameplay. Like if you tried to do that, you would die unless you sneak or had the like, you know, had the weaponry for it. So, it's like I don't know what he's trying to do with this. I just miss Solid Snake a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that that's the summary of it. that's I okay Because, yeah.
2: i mean it's it is a fun it's fun what they're doing, and the game looks really great and all that. I don't know. It's like Death Stranding has this like weird, you know very almost like silent hill type of just like crazy, dark, scary shit to it, even more scary than anything metal gear solid ever had because that never ever felt scary to me but like death Stranding like has that theme to it but they just don't tap into it because they're like yeah um let's make all this scary shit and make all this dumb shit that you have to do to not get you scared so you know it's so weird but i don't know i do like kojima so much of him trying to do something different, but man, like stop torturing me <laughs> or, or, or your fan base, I guess. But I don't know there's a second one coming out, so I'm going to probably fucking buy that, of course, and um, see where it goes. But the thing I think that really bugs me is like I just wish, honestly, I would actually probably love this game so much more if he just didn't have actors in it. And I, I don't hate any of the people that, were the actors in it but i feel like if you would have created these characters just like a solid snake it's like if they if the main character instead of being norman reedus was just something else i feel like i would actually back this game up 100% yeah
1: i think it does take away from that you know sort of ability to put yourself in in the role of the character if it's a very recognizable like person so I, I
2: totally get that and all the people in the game are you know it's like even they do have like like masks and like, like different like they all look different like you can't like you can you obviously can tell their who they are as their actors but they're all actors and it's like mm-hmm. that's cool but that's again I know he wants to make a movie he's like a movie maker and blah 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 but it's like just make up new people just stop with the mocap. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but but that that that's my thoughts. I won't take any more of you guys' time. Of <laughs> a smoke break. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all good, dude. All good. I've been wanting to hear. I've been wanting to hear about Death Stranding. I've heard mixed stuff, so getting your take on it is 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 cool. I like hearing that that opinion on it. Um, as also someone who liked the Metal Gear Solid series, so. Uh, if I want to play Metal Gear Solid is what you're saying is I need to go play some Death Stranding
2: I feel like you gotta I mean if you're a Metal Gear fan it's definitely a game you should explore interesting that's awesome I need to try that out I might try out Death Stranding you
0: have to try it I'd say
1: it I mean I I got it for the price of free so I don't really have an excuse not to try it yeah Yeah.
0: but Shane speaking about trying things out Mm. what have you been up to in these past two weeks what have you been playing
1: well, uh my my birthday was recently and so I uh Happy birthday. Yes, thank, you. thank yes, thank you, thank you. I am in fact even older. But for for my birthday, my, my wife asked me like what I wanted, and I'm like, you know what? Honestly, what I want is just a day to just not do anything. Just like not think about responsibilities, not anything, and I'm just I wanna sit down and I just wanna like no life Elden Ring like all day because I still have not finished that game yet. And so uh that is what I did and then I had a couple of buddies come over and we uh we used the seamless co-op mod for Elden Ring and it is great. And we all basically played together the whole day and uh it was it was it was a good time. And that's the reason I am telling this story is because that got me real deep back into into Elden Ring so oh no so that that is what I have been doing pretty much exclusively for for the past couple of weeks you know I have about 142 hours on record for that game and I still have not actually finished the playthrough that game is massive I am enjoying my time with that again. I completely reworked my character build again. I am, I'm going with uh great swords, specifically the, the blasphemous blade. Cause that thing is busted and amazing. <coughs> so I'm, I'm rolling with that thing. I've got, I've got my, my, well, we used to call it fashion souls, but now with Elden ring, apparently it's called Elden bling. So, uh, <laughs> You know, I got I, I got I got that Elden Bling drip going. I got a sweet armor set. I look badass. I got the the Eclipse Great Shield. I'm uh, so I'm I'm doing pretty good. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's that is pretty much all I've done for a little while now. So so what about you, Chris? What what have you got going on?
0: So when we got done with our Lunar Silver Star episode, I said I was going to play Lunar Silver Star Story and I was playing a little bit of Lunar Silver Star Story leading up to that episode and I was like I gotta finish this and I got distracted by Disco Elysium that game didn't jive with me too well uh, and, or and a lot of people on S-
1: Discord
2: some so people still love it boring. but that's fine
0: <laughs> it can be <laughs> I,
1: I just just by seeing the 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 comments coming through our review crew channel it seems like that game was aggressively divisive
0: very divisive sorry Randall <laughs> <laughs> so I, I decided to pick back up Lunar Silver Star Story for the Saturn I played that I played an uh, English translation that was the working designs translation and they had it like a new English dub which was interesting I don't know if I like it more or less than the working designs ones besides the point I beat that I got done with that and it kind of reconfirmed my position that I do like the original a little bit more. Just a little snappier. The plot makes more sense than the original. And they just make some weird choices that I don't understand. I understand they wanted to make the game longer and pad it out because that was the thing in like the late mid to late nineties. Is if your game is longer, it must be better. And it's like uh,
2: Elden Ring. hey listen the
1: difference there is that elden ring has enough content to justify that amount of length like i don't think lunar lunar is perfect the way it was it did not need to be longer
2: true
0: no no and like i think that's really exemplified in in silver star story but i don't think you notice it unless you play the original because the original just kind of flows a little bit better and i have my problems with the way it flowed i think i said that in the episode but it's just every like the additional padding feels like additional padding yeah like it's aggressively like here's some extra shit aren't you happy it's here and i'm like no i'm <laughs> not but i'm not gonna complain because it's not that bad i mean it was like 35 hours overall 33 35 hours how long the beat says is like 20 something hours i don't know how they got that number it's wrong but uh, I did beat it, and I did make a rapid-fire review of that, so expect to see that when it comes across your Patreon feeds, patrons, uh, and if you do want to do that, just head to our link tree, linktr.ee slash RetroHangover, and you might be able to hear that as well. But that's what I have been playing, Shane. Mm. So back over to you, so we can segue this appropriately. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye.
1: <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: Wait, what? Uh, All right, shit. How do we talk about Jojo now? (laughs) That's the Dio thing I would do. Yeah. (laughs) But it was me, Dio. Let me use the world. You you guys don't get that.
1: (laughs) Nope, but I'm sure there are plenty of people that do. I actually don't. And this is why these episodes are always just a treat because it's just a mishmash of like confusion and just unadulterated love for this source material from at least one of the three of us. And you know what? I think it's a, it's a mixture for success. And so on on that point, I suppose we probably ought to talk about the game du jour, which is in fact, Jojo's bizarre adventure which, as it turns out, is maybe not as bizarre as one might think uh, for the Dreamcast, the Sega Dreamcast, because I know fuck all about this. I am going to let Chris read this here brief history. So, Chris, would you like to let the fine people at home know a little bit about JoJo?
0: expecting Shane to read the brief history, weren't you? But it was me, Dio! I'm not Dio. But in any case, I have no idea if that makes any sense, so if you're a fan of the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, please don't raise your pitchforks. Yet, at least, as we have this portion of the podcast to get through. Besides, you fans shared something in common with the some people in Capcom in 1998. It appears that Capcom wanted to make a fighting game out of the hit manga and anime in Japan. And because Capcom loved to make fighting games in the mid to late 90s, that's exactly what they did. Capcom would go to their CP System 3, which is mostly known for the Street Fighter 3 series. Keeping in line with being thematic, Capcom would use the setting and characters from JoJo's third arc, which had debuted about five years prior in Japan. Capcom would also get series creator Hirohiku Araki to create exclusive pieces of art for promotion and packaging, as well as flesh out a character that was not fully revealed in the manga itself. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure would find release in the arcade in December of 1998 in Japan, with the revision arriving less than a year later in September of 1999 as JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Heritage for the Future. There was a North American arcade release as well, which was simply titled JoJo's Venture. Console ports would also arrive on the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. The PlayStation would see its release on October 14, 1999 in Japan, with a March 31, 2000 release in North America. Whereas the Dreamcast would see an October 31st, 1999 release in North America, which was actually followed by a Japanese release a month later, Europe would also see a release of both of these games sometime in the year 2000. Reception for this anime and manga licensed game was, of course, high in its native of country of Japan. The arcade game was the third-highest grossing arcade game in Japan in 1999, trailing only Virtuous Striker 2 and Street Fighter Alpha 2. The home console versions also performed decently, with 300,000 total copies sold. While Western critics gave it generally positive reviews, commercially it seemed to be little more than a blip on anyone's radar perhaps leading to the relatively high price it commands on the second-hand market at the time of this recording. This was hardly surprising as the series was obscure outside of Japan in the late 90s, even as anime was becoming more mainstream in North America. Most reviewers would point out how the game was unorthodox and enjoyable, but would mostly be found to be the game of people who would enjoy fighting games and the anime series fanatics. Today, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has a larger footprint in the West and has received several more games in the franchise, all of which are fighters, including remasters of this game that we are talking about today for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And that is your brief history of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
1: All right. Thank you, Chris, for that brief history i mean how do we how do we how do we how do we segue into into the personal experiences you're usually the segue hey, master I'm I mean, master there it is he made it oh okay. he did it there that's all we needed <laughs> the thing is is like we have license
2: to do whatever because it's, it's bizarre right so we could we could be crazy it doesn't matter why could- strange can we do this whole podcast without saying the b word <laughs> no that, that <laughs> yeah, ship I sailed I kind of fucked that up but it's, it's just it's, it's like one of those things uh, where you hear anybody talk about Jojo and they're like it's a bizarre game it's a, a bizarre anime and um, yeah I'm not that smart <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: well I mean I suppose though we, we could probably I don't know Chris what do you think you think we should we should start hmm. with our our illustrious guest here yeah yeah Let's have Ryan kick this one off. All right. So, so Ryan, what what is your what is your personal experiences with with JoJo and and perhaps this game in particular?
2: Well, being a little anime fanboy, I think this game it's it's interesting because I remember playing it at a friend's house. It it goes in the line of um, the Fist of the North Star stuff, where I knew about Fist of the North Star, and when I saw a game, I was like, oh, yeah, um, of course, there'd be a fighting game of this. A friend of mine that had the Dreamcast version of this, I was like, what the hell is this game? Like, hmm. is this an anime? Is this just like its own thing? Like, it just said JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on it. Yeah, it was just like a cool fighter. You could just like jump in, get in and just like play. And I'm like, who are these characters? They just like seem... So interesting and like very distinctive and plain like Street Fighter and um, Tekken and all these other st- like fighting games. I'm like, this is just a very well put fighting game that I don't see anywhere. Later, as I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> there's this awesome anime called Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I got into and um, I forgot about this game. Yeah, that I just realized there was a whole game that was kind of like worm into my head that I just knew about. It was just funny because by the time I got into like the anime, going back to trying to find this game was so hard. I mean, I actually had to like emulate it and stuff like that, but it's a very rare game, but everybody always that I, I see like online and stuff like thinks it's like so cool and it does have a lot of like character to it and um for the one part of jojo that it's talking about i don't know it couldn't it couldn't have done a better better job at that that's my uh personal experience
1: mm. nice all right well uh you know what i'll go next because i'm just going to get it out of the way can anybody, can anybody can anybody can anybody guess what what mine is what's a jojo It's, it's what, what, what even is a, what is a JoJo? (laughs) Yes. It's nothing. I have, I've got nothing. I wasn't kidding when I said that I love anime month because I am just, it's vacation time for Shane because I can just sit here and much like you at home, I can just listen. It's like I'm listening to a podcast, but I'm a part of it. It's great because I don't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it and I still don't, but I, I, I know some stuff from this game. Did you know a man puts his fingers directly into people's faces? Like, inside their faces? That's crazy. And uh, one might say, bizarre. God damn it. I used the B word. We did it. We did it, everybody. Okay, roll credits. We're, we're out of here. <laughs> Chris, what, what about you? What, what do you got?
0: Uh, so, I remember when this game came out back in 2000 and I, I didn't get it and i think one of the biggest reasons was because at the time the dreamcast just had a glut of fighting games i remember being fairly disappointed with street fighter 3 i was not a fan of it but Third i think double impact was the one i just just gave me a bad taste but i remember really liking you know marvel versus capcom 2 uh, marvel versus capcom and king of fighters dream match 99 so by that point I had my fill of fighting games and I was really trying to resist the, you know, impending PlayStation two takeover. I, I don't know. Like it just, I didn't need another fighting game in my life and I didn't know what Jojo's bizarre adventure was, but I, I don't remember like really, really wanting to, to pick it up because the, the reviews weren't good enough to like for me to run out and buy it like a soul caliber would have been. And I didn't, they didn't have the reputation of the other fighting games. So, I mean, flash forward to many years later and I finally even learned what Jojo's Bizarre Adventure was because it was kind of memed into existence, I guess, with a lot of people doing the it's Friday meme. Uh, our mutual friend, uh, Steve, that we have, Shane, who would do it on Facebook for for a very long time. Ah, uh, Yes. Yes. It's Friday. And so I see that you had the it's it was me, D.O. meme that I referenced in our brief history. And then I was like, oh, OK, OK, that's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. But I, I still had never played it. And so this is my first time playing this game It was for this podcast. And I'm I'm really interested to put out what I think about this, because it's not really your typical fighting game, which is what I was led to expect way, way, way back in the day, which can cause, I don't know, some kind of some apprehension when when getting into this cuz if you don't know exactly what it is i don't think uh you're you're really going to understand what kind of game you're
2: getting into so uh that, that's that's kind of my personal history here this game is so much more of what kind of like anime fighters are expected to be with this podcast i was thinking about if Dragon Ball Fighter Z came out just like this and you just, and people didn't know about any of the history of like Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball GT, which I guess there was a point in time that was a thing. But Arc System Marks made that game, and there was just this game of Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I feel like this game kind of was that because they made more JoJo fighters later, but. Everyone always goes back to this one, which is just one arc because the other the other fighting games, they're just like, yeah, let's it's it's all Jojo that every Jojo characters in it. Like, let's just have fucking brawls with that. This one is just for the third season. They just went crazy with it. Like no fighting game was like that. It's like they have the whole like story mode of it where they show you the entire thing of this manga in a fighting game and you actually get to fight with it too. Mm -hmm. With the story mode in that, did you guys get to play that or research that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like the story mode was a lot of the quick time events. It really does go through the entire manga and you play the fighting game along with the, um, playing other types of game. I just feel like this is What kind of fighting games are lacking now where it's so much more of like the online fighter now, which, you know, that's cool. But it's like you got to look at what other players that don't play online fighting. They should have like a story they can go through. They should have other options of kind of just messing around with the game and finding characters and doing other things.
1: Yeah, well, that's actually one of the big things. And actually, you know what, Ryan you you inadvertently made a fantastic segue. Would you like a job, by the way? Because I feel like we need somebody to do that. No offense, Chris. Well, actually, maybe a little bit, but that's fine.
0: Well, I'm, I am terrible, at <laughs> uh,
1: but no, that actually rolls really well into the plot writing aspect of things because that that is one of the things. As someone who knows just fuck all about JoJo and is on record as being awful at fighting games, I really actually appreciated the the story mode approach. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's one of the reasons that I'm able to even enjoy some fighting games. Like I really appreciated when like Mortal Kombat, for example, started including more sort of robust like story modes because at least I could get into that as someone who's not really a competitive fighter kind of player. So I did appreciate that here as well. Um, And it is kind of a bummer, right? Like, I think you make a good point. And this is the same thing. I've said this before about shooters as well, like FPS games where they realize that all the money is in the multiplayer. And so why should we waste funds on having developers create these big single player campaign experiences when ultimately everybody's just going to gravitate to the multiplayer, which we could just slap together some arenas and call it a day. So it's kind of the same issue in a way, I think. And for those of us that appreciate, you know, more of like a a story driven kind of experience, it is it is kind of a letdown. So it was nice to have this here.
0: Yeah, I would totally agree with what you said here, Shane, in terms of the kind of the presentation and story, because you don't see this in arcade fighters for the most part. Sometimes you do see the story, but it's just kind of like half baked. So if you're a fan of the anime and a fan of the manga, manga, sorry, then (sighs) how dare you? Yeah. I know I fucking got it. asshole.
2: I know. I'm clicking manga, off. exit now.
0: I'm being destroyed for not for I'm I'm losing my weep card here. But
2: <laughs> go play lunar.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I get it back. But uh, when you look at the way that the the story is told, even if you don't know what what's going on in the manga, like I didn't, I sure didn't, I didn't, and it was it was fun. It was like it was very over the top and now that i've seen like the first season because i've only watched the first season of jojo's bizarre adventure which i've also been told is the worst season for some reason i thought it was fine
2: oh i mean it sucks like it's but it's great oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like i could
0: tell this the series is is over the top so it it fit it fit with everything that i was kind of expecting in terms of the storytelling. And I don't know. I I don't even know how I can complain. I think it's what people that appreciated the manga were looking for. So
1: yeah, there you go. So I'm actually curious about something. Maybe you'll be able to answer this, Ryan. I don't know. I find it interesting that this game seemed to like hyper-focus on a very specific thing for like the third arc. And so like, do you know, was this part of like a promotional thing specifically for the new season? Was it like, Around the same time, or I guess I'm just trying to figure out like why they chose to focus on that piece in particular.
2: Well, I'm just spitballing here and acting like I know everything in the entire world. I'm just going to believe whatever you say, so it's fine. But honestly, it's the first two seasons just even in the manga. It's like Araki was just getting his legs going with being a manga artist, like a mangaka. Can I just like say that like that? (laughs) Yes. It just took a long time for him to kind of get legs with his idea of what he wanted to do with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And the third arc, Stardust Crusaders just really set the standard of him introducing stands, which... Wasn't in the other two arcs. His character development and all his um, just storyline for what JoJo could be with the bloodline and everything. I mean, he really had a brand there. I think that's where it like hit hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like with Jotaro, like like such a badass character that didn't give a fuck and had the yada yada. He had a whole cast of characters and. And the other two, it was just one Jojo. There was other characters. Dio was in the other ones too, but it was basically just like the main Jojo, but there was no cast until the third mm. arc came around and there was a cast of characters and you have Paul Nerith, you know, Avidal, which is funny. It's like you see older Jojo who was <laughs> the guy in the other ones. He's like the best character, at least in my opinion. Mm. It's like, you're like, why is he old Jojo? Why is he old Joseph? And then you get in some of the other uh, versions of the game. It's like you get young Joseph, which is the older Joseph in the game. And he has like his, his signature moves and his, he doesn't have a stand. He's actually out of the arc. It's just like kind of cool to see because people, You know, that like jumped into this game or maybe this time of Jojo where like they're reading it backwards. Mm -hmm. That's how I read it. I don't know that that, that's why I chose this game, because this game is, I feel like with a lot of like fighting game communities and stuff, it is a very big plot point. It stands out. No pun intended, but. uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those rare fighting games because even the more recent JoJo games, because it doesn't matter now if JoJo gets a thousand fighting games, it doesn't matter. It's on Netflix. It's everyone's watching it. It's going to get its due. But this game was just like, no one understood it, but they all went out and bought it and played it. And they were like, what the fuck is going on with this game? And it wasn't anything like like a street fighter or uh, any other fighting game. It it was a 2D fighter. It had all these characters and these characters are telling the story while you're fighting. Like even the one character that turns you into like a kid. There's a whole mini game for that in one of the versions. Mm -hmm. It's just wild how much in depth just gameplay they put into this game. And yeah, it doesn't look the best. It it looks really cool in the sense of like, if you like Jojo, but I guess looking back on it, like, I guess it could be better, but I still think I like, it's just so fun to watch any of the uh, specials, any cool gameplay fighting of it. I don't know if that answered the question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, I think that makes sense. It's so it seems like this was just the perfect opportunity for this to kind of hit because that was when the show seemed to like really or or manga slash show kind of really picked up. Like that's when it really hit its stride.
2: There was an OVA that came out earlier. It like came out in 19 like ninety three, ninety four, 94 and it literally mm. pulled this story of the fighting game, but it was, I forgot what anime studio did it, but it's an interesting like thing to see because you can watch it all on YouTube, but I think playing the fighting game is a lot more fun playing this fighting game and then going to what they have now in 2000, whatever for the new, um, Chojo stuff and watching it from the beginning, you kind of realize like so much more of this game. Mm -hmm. It's so weird that they did that that way. You know, like why didn't they start with Phantom blood, which is the original. They just started with Stardust Crusader because the manga was so popular. Yeah. It would have been less work if they just did Phantom Blood. There would have been, like, four characters. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know. That that may have been a reason. I'd say that's probably the reason, yeah. (laughs) The arcade had, like, a couple characters in the arcade version. They had so many versions of this game. It's just so wild that they, like, didn't hone in and make this kind of like a complete series. Cause then later when they made uh, like the all-star ones, which is like for a PS3 and, and beyond, and they made the other one uh, heaven star or something like that. They just added everybody in it. And it, it, it's just like a whole world of Jojo. And I think that's why this game is so appreciated more because it's a standard 2d fighter. And the other ones just kind of like they don't make sense. (laughs) All Star Battle is pretty good, but it's kind of like you click whoever clicks the right button first wins. It's not about like button mashing. Well, actually, it's a lot of button mashing. But uh oh well, maybe I'd like it. Yeah. Then, then, but then they (laughs) then they got rid of that with the next one where it's just it's an open world fighter. I hate that game. It's so stupid. It has every character I love, and I wish I could play it twenty four seven. But it sucks as a fighting game. I think.
1: Mm, interesting. So, I mean, so Chris, did you have anything that you wanted to kind of add as far as the the plot and writing presentation that we see here?
0: No, man. No, because like I said, I only watched the first season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so I, I'm just kind of living vicariously through my kid when it comes to this third season again i just i just think it was really well executed for your standard fighter and in, in terms of how they told it and unique and i think that's that's something that the fighting genre kind of needed well in in a sense it's it's something i think that would be really beneficial to the fighting genre if more fighting games had it that's all really i have to say
1: yeah yeah no, i think uh i'm, I'm with you on that one i mean i <laughs> there are times where i think i'd go so far in the other direction just to say that like going back to like my mortal Kombat example I remember playing which one was it I want to say it was nine I don't know one one of those where they had like the whole like th- behind the shoulder third person like story mode where you like wander around like areas and get into fights with people like I, I kind of wish that they would have leaned more into that and then I realized that what I'm really looking for is just just make it an RPG <laughs> Stop being yeah. a fighting game and just make it an RPG. Yeah. That's my right, answer right, right. for everything. That's like, you know what? I actually really okay. So here's the thing. It's a tangent because it's not related to JoJo, but it is relating to fighting games, and therefore I stand by it, no pun intended. And that is I finally got around to watching Mortal Kombat Legacy on HBO and it's pretty good. It made me realize that I actually really like the 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 characters and the lore of Mortal Kombat. I just it's hate the playing the games. It's the best. I just hate playing the fucking games.
2: I am totally with you on that. What
1: I what I really want them to do, and if they're they're definitely listening to this, uh please like make an actual like action RPG in the Mortal Kombat universe, and I will buy that like day one. I'm just saying. Like it need it, it could happen. It could happen. That's all I'm getting at. But anyway enough of my side changing because that that is not jojo however there is i think quite a bit for us to talk about here as as we are oh wait he didn't do it yet as we are want to do there you go i got it this time hey yeah you got it in that's right um i'm taking it back i, I think we should talk about the hey, game you can always use the world yeah i think i think we should talk about the gameplay because uh unlike some of this other stuff i actually do have some input here oh and and with most things i think I think this is probably the bigger chunk of the discussion, anyway. Especially considering a fighting game tends to live or die by how they play. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and have Chris start this time around. Oh. So, what did you feel about uh, how this game plays? At first, the
0: first time I fired this up, first of all, my Dreamcast was was hooked up via VGA connector, and I mm. I
2: figured Quick out. Question. Sorry. Does anything come up in the Dreamcast like little memory card thing for JoJo?
0: Honestly, I don't remember I didn't look at it. I probably should have.
2: Oh, in the VMU, yeah. you mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I I I didn't look. I I don't remember. All right, I'm done. I'm I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I know you can save your high scores in the VMU, but I don't I don't remember if
2: it's anything that popped up.
0: I don't I don't know if anything came up on the screen. I didn't look at the screen.
2: I just thought it'd be so cute if there was just like each character, like a little Dio or a little Jojo, just like fighting, you know, like, like Soul Calibur, like they did that shit. And I'm like, God, this isn't doing anything, but I fucking love it.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's probably been because I've just been out of the rotation so much from playing my Dreamcast. I hadn't thought to look at the VMU. I just haven't looked at the VMU in a very, very long time. So now that you mentioned that, I might need to go back and see if anything does pop up if something is in there that's fun that could be interesting
2: slip in my dms and let me know (laughs) i definitely (laughs) want Ooh,
0: i will let you know if jojo is there yeah tell me all about that hot (laughs)
1: vmu action
0: oh i stand for that vmu (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to like the, the gameplay itself when i when i fire this up again like The VGA wouldn't work through the Dreamcast for for whatever reason. And apparently it's not compatible. Okay, whatever. I have other means. So I started playing this game and I did not know how unorthodox it was from a traditional Capcom fighter. I had no idea. For this game, you have three attack buttons. It's almost uh, more similar to an SNK like button layout than a capcom one because it has a a light medium and strong attack plus a stand and the stand button what it does is it brings out your stand Uh, almost every character has a stand which is kind of like a shadow character that will allow you to do more damage and what i mean by snk type of fighter because they normally only have four buttons like light kick strong kick light punch strong punch but this is just light medium attack which okay it's kind of like playing a fighting game on a Sega Genesis but just the addition of a stand and what it could do and what it couldn't do really turned me off for a, for a little while because I didn't know how to execute this is me saying after years of playing Capcom fighting games you have your special moves and how to charge them up in the street Fighter alpha series or whatever the case might be and the inputs are are very similar but in terms of the like delay and and how the moves are actually in and of themselves executed i couldn't wrap my mind around it so my first playthrough i was just like i hate this game i don't know what to do i don't know how to execute anything <laughs> i was having such a bad time uh but the second and third time i played the game i, I swapped it up with with a couple of different characters and i got more experimental in my fourth time and i started having a, a little bit more fun because i started understanding what the game wanted me to do so i will say. Like gameplay wise, you got to go into this game with an open mind or at least understand what the game wants you to do prior to going into it, because I had no idea going into it blind and I just felt like. Overwhelmed because I I was like, I am I am not good at fighting games, but I am not this bad and I have it all the way at the one star level for difficulty, which is the easiest difficulty. The first dude is wrecking me and I just was like, oh, took me a while to figure things out that unorthodoxy is going to get to anyone who is just a casual fighting game fan
1: yeah I think I think that's a pretty fair assessment I I would say that I think my my experience with it is fairly similar I'm gonna be honest I much like other fighting games I put maybe not a ton of time into it because I was just like I feel like I should maybe know what I'm doing here and I, I sure don't and I like I looked up some stuff tried to keep track of some, some walkthroughs and things like that. And, and that did help, but I, I will say apart from the struggles with just getting my, my, my brain wrapped around how to kind of work this, uh, if we, if we kind of divorce ourselves from that for a moment, I will say that one of the the big things that I did appreciate about how this game plays is, is just how smooth everything is. Like this game just has like a flow. And I'm not even talking about just the combat hmm. and the movement because th- those are very smooth as well. And that's that dovetails a little bit into the graphics because the animations are fantastic, but even like little things. And again, this is coming from somebody who's not like deep into fighting games. So I don't know how common this is, but from the ones I've played, the a big difference that was immediate to me was the fact that there was no break in between rounds where a lot of games that i'm used to like you know your more traditional like older mortal Kombat's or street fighter or what have you in between each round in in a fight you know you would have a very clear stop a lot of the times it would fade to black and everything would reset and you'd have a round two and you'd start over and this game straight up does not do that it just effortlessly flows from one round to the next as if it's just one big fight, there is no break, no stop; it just keeps going. And I actually really did appreciate that flow that it's got going on, and I think it 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 feels good. Like even if, even if you have no clue what you're doing, which I super do not, huh. I did still at least appreciate like what it had going on there.
2: What about you, Run? It's your standard two D fire, but that's what's kind of beautiful about this game is that JoJo Bizarre Adventure, third season of it, got its own 3D fighter in this way, especially in the way of the 3CPU processor or whatever that is. (laughs) Do I like video games? I don't know. uh,
0: (laughs) It's okay. Like No one knows the exact system board for Capcom. Most people don't.
2: It's fine. I try to act smart, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Chris is just a hyper nerd it's fine
0: I looked it up I stayed at a holiday a
2: <laughs>
0: holiday express I'm
2: sorry but yeah it's it's still one of these games that stands out as a fighting game that was before anime fighters and the gameplay is it, it is like a 2d fighter it, I mean it it does have like different things with like yeah the stand and all that stuff that did build on to other games but I mean, if you think about it, it's just punch kick, trying to do some launch tactics. Every character is like kind of weird. And I like that where in a fighting game that you don't know what you're walking into. And this game definitely kind of like sold that where you're just picking the character that you like from the manga, kind of seeing where it goes with it. The gameplay is. It's just, it is, it is bizarre. Duh. It is. There it is. Yeah. Aha. Even even you did it. I dropped the B word. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to, but it's a standard 2D fighter. And I, I just feel like as these games have gone on, which I've like talked about the next game, the like all-star fighter was like a two 2D, 3D. It was like a Street Fighter 4 kind of standard fighter Mm -hmm. and then they got into like an open world thing and I'm like why the fuck are you doing that because it was the new hotness I know everybody's got to do the open world sucks balls it's so dumb (laughs) and (laughs) it it is like fun I guess for more even for me like hardcore Jojo fans because there's just like so much shit you can do in it but man I just want Street Fighter 4 graphics with this gameplay going on right now like that would be with all the characters they do that with um all-star yeah they just they just stop they're like yeah like, like let's let's not do a fighting game and let's just have everyone run around and I'm like oh. uh. <laughs> an arena fighter yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's so dumb though like you you hide behind trash cans like I'd never want if you guys asked me to do that I'd have to decline wow
1: that that is a strong Stance, then. Okay. Strong stance. That's good to know. Yeah. Yes. I stand proud. <laughs> well, speak, speaking of the stand system, we've kind of already addressed it, but I did just want to point out I thought it was really cool. Like, again, it's awesome. I don't know. For all I know, maybe the other games did shit like this, but I haven't really seen too much like it. And I just thought it was really cool. Like, the fact that each fighter has this unique, sort of like secondary persona that they can just sort of like summon up mid battle. It just, it makes everything way more dynamic, also provides a lot of like plentiful opportunities for just like super badass flashy moves, which this game has plenty of. so
2: yeah, so yeah, I thought it was really cool. That's like the whole point of like Jotaro. I mean, he's like the badass of the badass, like him just leaning back yeah. and just like like showing up star Platinum to just like do his barrage of punches on somebody. I mean, and he's he's literally like sleeping. That's what it looks like he's doing. <laughs> so he's like sending a ghost out to beat the fuck out of somebody. It's, it's, ah, it's so cool. <laughs> did I say I like
1: this? <laughs> you might You might have mentioned it. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. I,
0: I will say from like a, a difficulty standpoint. Like, Oh, you said stand. <laughs> I did. Dio, the final boss of this game, isn't like annoyingly difficult. Like you get in a lot of final boss fights in fighting games like it's it's not super cheap if you have a strategy that you can go into the final boss with you're you're going to be okay i mean yeah Dio is still harder than a lot of the other fighters you encounter but it's not annoyingly cheap which was like a capcom hallmark by this point especially when you go look at street fighter 3 you know fuck what, what's the final boss of street fighter 3 don't remember their name but they they suck fuck
2: what's his name
0: they like, he can recharge his health. It
2: will. In any case, well, he it, he he dies and comes back. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it's 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 extremely annoying. So I, I'm really happy that that didn't happen there. I will say one of my problems with the, the gameplay is the story going back to the unorthodoxy of the story mode is some people appreciate it. Some people won't. I did not like we had this this one level where you had to run across a desert and just avoid all these things. Oh, the I'm water. Just, <laughs> yeah. I am just like, what what is going on? the first time i played through it i played through it with jotaro and like you can't run so he's just either walking casually or he's dashing and sometimes i would dash into a water attack and i wouldn't know what's coming up and it's just like i i thought i was playing a fighting game so i i don't think i really appreciated any of that now the second time i played through i played through with iggy and that was a lot easier on a level like that just because iggy moves really fast it's not a dash it's more of a run so There's a difference in the way that the characters play to an enormous degree. To that point, I'll also say like there's enough variety in this game and enough different ways you can play this game that the experience can be extremely varied in how you approach your preferred way to play. Because I don't think any two characters really play the same way. Mm -hmm. Now I understand like Joe Tarot and his little band of you know friends. Are, are somewhat similar, but you look at the way that the villains control and who you can select and they are radically different than what your heroes can do. Some people can, some of those characters can control their stands independently of themselves and they be the fighters. And some characters don't even have stands and they can think like Mariah, for example, she can like level up her abilities by just throwing out this like electrical charge thing and then becoming more powerful. She has a stand. Well, not in the game. So like I know, <laughs> right? But like those those are the things that are like really cool about this system is that every single fighter is is radically unique from each other. As apart from just having different move lists. So I will give it that. So if you're a fighting game fanatic, there's a lot of depth to this game
2: for sure. That that's a good point. And yeah, it's like anytime you pick up a character, I mean, most of them. It's not like a Ryu Ken kind of situation. Like, they're just so wildly different. Like you said, you know the button commands, but then with the one uh, girl you, like, talked about, it's like you just... Mariah? <laughs> yeah, Mariah. It's like you, you play her, and then you're like, why is there a, uh, a plug just popped up as my stand? Like, what does that mean? And you have to, like, set it up. It, it makes you think about, like, what you picked and what you did with every character in this game because they're not just all going to give you a like ghost fighter like uh star platinum with Jotaro or like a uh, Abdol you get like um his stand it's a very unique game like that they took a lot of time to make them so different with each character
1: yeah and and speaking of the differences between characters and this kind of bleeds over a little bit into the graphics but I feel like it fits here too I just I really love a lot of the special moves in this game because they're just so fucking like banana pants crazy. Yeah, like like, (laughs) very funny. Do do you want to drop like a literal steamroller on a dude and then punch the shit out of the machine to do extra damage? Because this game has got you if that's what you want to do.
2: Right. Damn deal. You know, uh, Skullgirls. Have you played that game? Skullgirls? I have seen it. I have not, yeah, because that's like an indie fighting game too. But they reference it with one of the characters. She uh, and it's it's funny because one of the character the character that does do the steamroller, which is a hundred percent reference from this game, mm-hmm. does that. And it's she can like miss it <laughs> when in this game, like it's it's obviously you're going to get hit by it. It's it's just like funny if you like watch uh YouTube clips of it when she misses. The steamroller. <laughs> cause it cause it, it it's not Dio, this crazy, it's this like little, like kind of like totally different character, like mm. trying to do the same thing, but that's funny. Same reference. Uh Jojo goes everywhere. It's everywhere.
1: <laughs> I say I think Ryan will agree with this like wholeheartedly. So I don't have a question there, but can can we all just agree that Iggy is clearly the best character?
2: Oh, he's the shit. Yep. Yeah. Best. Okay. I love Iggy. Best best boy. He eats coffee bubblegum. What? As you do. As you would. (laughs) If Iggy gets out of hand, you give him coffee bubblegum. That's literally in the manga.
1: I think Iggy (laughs) is my spirit animal.
2: Bones coffee. If you don't give him that, he farts in your face.
1: Oh, yep. Confirmed. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, since we're talking about graphics and i was gonna say something about parts, but they don't really like render them so much but let's just pretend they do
2: i thought we were talking about our feelings but
1: i mean we can do you <laughs> you want to we could turn this into like a, a therapy podcast you could do that i stand by that. reach a whole we'll reach a whole new audience just do a hard pivot into like self-help halfway through a jojo episode
0: Yeah, could to better help <laughs>
1: We're sponsored. We are not sponsored by BetterHelp. No, but we're here. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Uh Call us. But graphics. This game sure has them. So we should probably we should probably talk about them. I'm gonna spin this back around to to Ryan.
2: I'm just like that guy in the desert. I'm blind. So
1: oh well, shit. Okay. Well then, I guess he's got nothing for this. I mean, I don't know, Chris. Do you do you want to take it then? I don't want to. I don't want to be ableist and say that the blind man here i don't want to put him on the spot so
2: wait but you know that guy that's in the desert that uh i think shane or or chris hated yeah he's blind that's why he sends water
0: <laughs> it well, doesn't make also sense.
2: annoying i know of course blind people wow. are annoying wow whoa, i whoa. wow
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: we just got canceled everyone <laughs>
0: I don't that's, think blind people are annoying.
2: When they send <laughs> how dare water you at not you, see with your eyes? I'm just. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Jotaro told me he was annoying, and he beat the fuck out of that guy. So you know,
1: well, Jotaro can't be wrong. So there
2: you go. <laughs> yada yada. That that's that's his like signature. You know? Oh man, I wish I had a cigarette right now. <laughs> But yeah, the graphics are really good. Yeah, um, let's talk about those
1: things that people can see. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, people can't, this though, is terrible. But...
2: <laughs> you remember when we talked about people shitting? <laughs> in our fist in the north star one uh damey lee curtis should we bring her back
1: <laughs> oh god oh god yeah i remember because i i even made the subtitle of the episode about that
2: yes you did <laughs> 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 so yeah let's not do that
1: okay good yeah let's leave that one alone <laughs> we've done enough damage as it is
2: uh but yeah this graph uh the, the,
1: the, this graphics man they sure do be looking good i mean they are they're actually uh, really what you don't like them i thought they were great no why no, not I,
0: I don't like them what why not i don't think they're good that's why um i i, I need to go back and i need to take a look at uh street fighter 3 and just compare them but like last year we were talking about fist of the north star which mm-hmm. is on the same hardware, by the way, and looks infinitely better.
2: Mm. Uh, for sure.
0: Yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, this game just it, it feels like a generation behind. Mm. It doesn't feel like it's at the same level as your Fist of North Star. It doesn't feel like it's at Marvel versus Capcom 2. And again, I, I need to look at it compared to Street Fighter 3, because in my mind, it doesn't look as good as Street Fighter 3. It, it like, graphically, it looks like a
2: PlayStation game. I think the whole idea that is because it's referencing an anime. But so is Fist of the North Star. No, but the Fist of the North Star was, like, 2000. And this was, like, way earlier. This was 1998. Still, it's... it's <laughs> there's still a little bit of a gap. But all I'm saying is, and I'm not saying I'm right, but it's like when you see... Um, Street Fighter Third Strike or any of those. I mean, they're that's like my fucking favorite fighting game 2D. It's like it it looks so good. Yes. And it's because they're made characters. I think I just all I and this is my thought is just I think it was just them trying to adapt these Jojo characters and they I feel like they did a good job. But Yeah, like, Dio kind of looks fucking stupid. Like, he, like, he has his built very good, but then his face looks just like Play-Doh. And a lot of the characters look very good, too, but a little off. And I just think it's because they're referencing something where, like, other things, like, Street Fighter, Third Strike, and all that. It's its like they, they made these characters. So th- that's why they look so fucking good in this game system.
0: But I, I, I can't accept that because I do think there are other anime fighters out there that do a better job of translating their characters into During the 2 During this time? F- yes. I think that your Dragon what Ball game? Z... The Dragon Ball Z fighting games look better. That's not during this time. It definitely was. You had Dragon Ball 2D fighters during this time.
1: Nerd fight. And, nerd fight. Let's do it. For, and for, they, for they weren't what? as
0: advanced for the PlayStation for GT. No, they had 2D fighters for like going back to the Super Famicom. And do I think they necessarily look better? No. But when you compare like what was going on here with Capcom, like Capcom has a higher bar than Bandai Namco did for their 2D fighters during this time. And then when you look at like what SNK was doing with Garo, Marco, the wolves and all the other fighters that you're going that they had there, like graphically in terms of presentation and even what like uh, Arc Systems Works was doing with Guilty Gear.
2: This is this is a fighting game that graphically does not stand up to the competition. That's a good point. I guess I would have to say it's like then these people just got lazy on it.
0: I don't think it's lazy. I just want to know their budget. Like it, it wasn't. It, I don't just I don't but think it, it was. It's like how,
2: how can you can make these other games that you mentioned like look so awesome like Guilty Gear. But then it's like, let's make this. They just I must have slacked on it. I don't know.
0: Perhaps. I don't know. I, I will say like when you finish your characters off the way the manga aesthetic is delivered, like that's really cool. Like that has some impressive graphical effects when it comes to the actual like character design, not animation frames, I think the animation frames are fine. Like I think they look really good; they're really fluid. But when it actually comes to character design, I, I think it's like it's it's a step ahead. It's just not up to not up to snuff. And if you want to talk anime and making anime design characters, Street Fighter Alpha 3 was very ha- anime influenced, and I think Street Fighter Alpha 3 looks better than what you're getting in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, but. From taking like a source material with Jojo and even making all the stuff that they did with which we talked about earlier with the in-depth things, they, they talk about so much dumb shit. I mean, it is in the manga and like telling the story, but the story is so long and they do it in like a two hour time frame of showing all these characters and like adding actually look good-looking characters. I'm trying to keep it with the graphics, but uh, in, like, the super story, mm. it's it's crazy all the stuff that they added in there that looks legit and actually was before the anime even had, like, voice acting and, like, a actual vision. They had to have looked at this game to be like, eh, yeah how would any of these people like talk or look? There's a lot of characters that you don't get to play as like Avril's dad. And, um, like the strengths in there, there's, there's, there's a lot of characters that you don't get to play as that in the story mode, that's animated very well that, yeah, it's straight out of the comic, but manga, sorry, <laughs> but it, it's still like very interesting how to see that this video game made what the anime kind of like took i think the graphics kind of help with that they're not the best i agree with you with that they're not awesome but i think they did a very good job see what i
1: find interesting about this whole discussion is that i did not expect (laughs) this response at all (laughs) i i wasn't necessarily even trying to compare this game to any other ones at all i was just kind of taking it as its own sort of thing and as uh apparently a filthy fucking casual i was looking at this and being like you know what actually this this looks pretty good i like it like it's got the the big flashy moves like i really thought that having the the big like Headshot reactions of the of the characters, like when things happen, like with special moves and things in the during the
2: fights, and they show like the manga come out, you know, like yeah, their manga part. It's like that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, like I thought that was really awesome. And and here's the thing, and I don't know, I I, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but I thought it was a really cool touch. Totally, actually, kind of to to Ryan's earlier point about the VMU thing, it's almost unnecessary, but like the fact that it's there is just like that extra attention to detail that I do have to give props for. And that is, if you notice uh, a lot of those background sprite like animations that show up when a special move gets pulled off or something, a lot of times in other games that do something sort of similar to this, they're usually the same animation just every time. Right. But with this and the example I'm going to use is Dio, because like when he does his special move where he kind of like, Sinks his fingers into his opponent's face There's there's an image that pops up in the background and it's unique to every character so that means they actually went through and Created this this sprite this big sprite unique for every other opponent that Dio could possibly face in the course of this game if you play as Dio and made a specific unique sprite for that move for every single character
2: and that's pretty cool. Like I thought, it was a really nice touch. And it's like with the, the one guy with the hatchet. He turns people into children. That's like his like stand thing. He's uh, he's not a pedophile. Is that Alessi? Alessi, yeah. They have animations for it's it's very dark stalkers. You know, it's it goes with like the main uh, vampire guy in that when he like drinks the blood of everybody. And you still get to fight as a, you're just like a weaker version of yourself because you're a child. Right. But that does, that happens to every character. And it's insane because everyone has that. So, like, if you're that character and you pull that move off with anyone else, you turn them into a different character. This is why this game is, I I feel like the graphics is kind of, I think, the uh, center of it. Is because this game's graphics are crazy. They're not like amazing or like, you know, like mind blowing, but like the amount of shit that they do in this game is insane. It's like kind of like metal slug ass. You know, like you guys had that episode of like, Mm. there's just so much detail. It's not, you know, triple A, like mind blowing CGI, whatever, but it's like the what you can do with a certain hardware for this thing would be a fighting game. It's so cool. And that's like third strike. I mean, third strike does that and spades and it's so awesome. And that game's fucking amazing. The Jojo game is just like, it does that too. But like, it's just like people jump into third strike because they're like, yeah, street fighter. Hell yeah. And it has all that. But like this game did that. Mm-hmm. already and yeah just no one really kind of like gave a shit about it because they're like yeah what what the hell is jojo
1: yeah i mean that the brand recognition is a hell of a drug
2: yeah and it, <laughs> and it's it's funny now though because it's it's like pokemon it's on netflix i mean like jesus christ they own it <laughs> it's it's crazy yeah i can't the way that they're showing Jojo now pisses me off. I used to steal Jojo from fucking Torrance, and, like, I used to do it the old anime. I had to get it from Japan. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute,
1: is this like an old man argument? Because you're like, well, oh, they are kids these days, they can just stream it to their iPad, and I had to go and trudge <laughs> through the snow to trade with the man with the trench coat, and he gave me a a usb stick with some hot
2: illegal shit on it and also jojo (laughs) like what is this what this argument is it's not an argument just this is why i appreciate jojo so much ah because you had to work for it that's what i'm hearing okay i'm just like jotaro i just i just put my hands (laughs) in my pocket and i just go fuck it you know like he, he is like the ultimate badass. He, he's so much like uh Fist of North Star guy Kentaro, not Kentaro Kenshiro? Kenshiro, yes yeah, but I mean like he is that guy and it's, I just wish I was like that
1: <laughs> Don't we all <laughs> ola, ola, ola. So uh, graphics are cool So, so yeah, <laughs> graphics are pretty neat I've heard you know. Apparently not as good as I thought, but uh, you know whatever, I guess it's fine I thought they were cool. I was I was dazzled by the pretty lights. Okay, so there you go. Did you see the uh, all the specials for all the characters? I don't think I saw every single one. I saw a good chunk of them because
2: there's some wild ones.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I suppose we probably should just kind of roll like 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 a steamroller. Ah, there we I did it right into the music and the sound design. So, uh, Chris, Ah. what, what'd you think about this? Is it, is it not up to par? Like apparently the graphics. I, you know, I don't know.
0: Um, (laughs) I don't find them offensive. Wow. I think there's that ringing endorsement. I I don't really remember any of the music from this game. So I, I don't want to sit here and say it's bad. I don't want to say that because I just don't remember it. I don't remember anything sticking out. I don't remember any voice acting. I mean, the fighting game sounds are what you get from a fighting game. this when they made their little action moves, they did and it was appropriate and it was all in <coughs> Japanese. and <laughs>
1: this is like grandpa's review of video <laughs> games. Like, oh, when oh, they, oh, when oh, they oh, did oh, oh, the oh, little action <laughs> moves.
0: Like, when they did their... I'm just saying, when they did their moves, they made noises and they weren't offensive and... They kicked their feet. All I can say is this about the sound. It didn't bother me, <laughs> but I don't want to sit here it and It was say present. Exactly. Again, like I go back to what <laughs> we... To the, the game that we did a year ago mm. with Fist of the North Star. And, yeah. like, I still listen to that soundtrack because it's, like, just Dude, this, chef's kiss. Fist has it. Fisting is where it's at, but like when I listen to this, it just again it like I could I could it fell short. It did, yeah. It 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 really does fall short. And again, I'm 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 looking at around and like is it just me? And I look at the the Street Fighter Alpha series and the way that soundtrack is, and I look at the Marvel vs Capcom series, I look at stalkers and I'm like, the soundtrack is just not as catchy as what they were doing for those series. And I don't know why I it it just didn't come together. Even the sound quality and for the for the soundtrack wasn't as good. But I mean, everything else, I mean, it didn't bother me. It, it was a fighting game and it does what fighting games are supposed to do. So I'm fine with it.
1: OK, so I'm I'm actually I'm mostly in agreement with you. Actually, it was just kind of it is what it is. I didn't think it was anything spectacular, but a couple of things that I did note. One is that I wasn't a huge fan of the fact that a lot of the like interstitial story cutscenes just kind of had the same backing track over and over
2: again. Yeah, I think they were character specific. <laughs>
1: uh they sounded like the same or maybe I mean maybe oh. maybe it's for who you're playing, I don't know, but all Might I be. know is that it was just like the same every time. Oh. And the other thing, and call me crazy, but I am fairly certain and I obviously don't know which track specifically it was, but one one level I swear there is a, a piece of the song and I'm going to have to dig up which one it is, but that sounds exactly like Guile's theme. <laughs> Did anybody else catch that?
2: No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. That would have been awesome, but.
1: There's one little phrase in there in one of the songs that sounds almost exactly like that. And also, I, I would have to put them side by side, but what do they call them? Episodes like yeah in the story mode it's episodes right
0: yeah they do episodes
1: yeah and so uh, the, those little episode scenes where they got like the little card that spins around yeah yeah the noise the sound effect there the like thing like that sound just like uh again sounds just like the sound effect from street fighter from street fighter 2 makes sense yeah they could have saw it like i'd have to do a side by side but i swear to god they're like almost identical <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, I, I totally agree with you. It's it it sucks because the music in the anime that it's so phenomenal. It's badass, awesome. All the OPs are fucking I listen to them every day. And they're they're awesome. But this fighting game just doesn't really have that. They're not bad. They're just okay. And they fit what they're doing. But they yeah, they just hit that line and just don't go anything over with anything. It does kind of suck. It's probably I think the weakest part of this game. Which sucks for a fighting game cuz I know, yeah. I know cuz fuck. It's like I'm like I sent you sent you some of the music and I'm like, "Man, if they just had any of the, any of this in there, it would be like I'd play this fighting game 24/7 just like against people like i i'd put this on like any other fighting game with like the anime music that they have because they definitely touched up on that with the anime but this Mm -hmm. isn't an anime podcast so i'm sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) nah it's all good i think and i don't know if this is just endemic of like the the time period or not but the other thing that kind of stood out to me was just how compressed the the voice sounded
2: yeah But they do hit actually like so many like the voice acting in it is actually very impressive. If you think about it for people that like know about Jojo, it's like they they lay so many jokes in it and stuff from the manga that like it's just crazy to think about that. You only got to hear it because when I was like looking and like playing the game now, I'm like old joseph says oh my god i mean like that's like a meme he says it in this game and i don't know who actually says that or who's the voice actor of that but Mm -hmm. if you look that up on youtube i mean it's like you'll just get hundreds of videos of just like oh my god oh my god and he actually has that as a line in this game Mm. it's very fine details like you know like yada, yada, and Ora, Ora, like, I mean, like, all these things they did put into the game, so, it doesn't sound awesome, like, I don't hold them, I'd rather listen to the anime version compared to the game, but they still did do a lot of the stuff that I can, like, remember from what I love about this series in this game, and even like, the bad guys, like, Dio, all this stuff, it's like, It's just, like, a shittier version, but it's still (laughs) it (laughs) But it's, like... (laughs) There you go. That's the sum of it. (laughs) This
1: game, it's a shittier version of the show. There, There you go.
2: But this show is just so good. I mean, it's just different. And these sound effects and, like, the music and stuff isn't bad, but it's just okay. You know? It's just all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's what sucks because when you actually hear someone like with vibrato and like actually pull off like, like the uh, steamroller thing. Like if you mm. watch that episode of when Dio drops a steamroller on Jotaro and just says, I mean, like, it's insane in the uh, episode. It's so good. But in, in the, the game, it's just, eh. I guess the show kind of fucked this game up, you know, so (laughs) the show is just too good, too good, but you can't play the show. You have to watch a hundred hours of the show. I can play like five hours of this game and get a lot out of it. So that's what the game gets like. There you go. The benefit of the game. Brevity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right, so I guess then that kind of brings us to our uh, our final piece, which is whether or not we feel this game holds up today. And so Mm -hmm. as is tradition, our our esteemed guest will have the final word. So, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay, as the person who doesn't know jack shit about either of the most important aspects of this game, which is the source material and the genre. I am clearly the most qualified here to talk about <laughs> whether this game holds up or not. Mm. But, you know, I think overall I would, I would have to say, yeah, I I'm not deep enough into the fighting game community to understand the nuances between different games and how they play and the styles and what have you. But I think if you can get over that hurdle that Chris and I kind of mentioned of that sort of, you know, kind of steep, a little bit of maybe like a, a, a skateboarding, you know, U pipe of a of a learning curve. Once you get over that and kind of figure out uh, what you're doing, I, I think there is a lot here. And And if you are a fighting game fan and you somehow have not played this. You know, I think Ryan made a good point as well earlier is that it's, it feels like maybe this got overshadowed by some other more well-known, you know, uh, releases. And so it it might be, it might be good for you to kind of circle back to it. I mean, despite comparisons to other contemporaneous games, I still feel that this game looks really good. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. I think it's fun to watch if for nothing else, and you can get through it in a, in fairly short order. Also, we didn't even mention it, but I suppose it probably bears, you know, at least a a small comment here, and that is that the story of the game and how it ultimately ends when you finish it does actually differ depending on who you play as. Just to point that out. So you actually do have a little bit of replayability in there as well. Like if you play as Dio, the ending of the story is going to be very different than you play as Jotaro. So, you know, there is that. But yeah, I, I would say I'd give it a I'd give it a, a yes. Not like a super hard resounding yes, but I think it has a lot going for it that might have been underappreciated. So, Chris, how, how do you feel about Jojo on the Dreamcast? OK, what do I
0: think about this game? Um, it sucks. I, <laughs> well, no, uh, if I does it hold up today, if if I was a hardcore fighting game fan. Maybe. I would say probably yes. If I was a hardcore Jojo fan. Oh yeah. Yeah I think so. I am neither of those. I used to be a hardcore fighting fan. But that was like 20 years ago. So I gotta say today. Like when I, I look back. At the Dreamcast library. And everything that. That has to offer. And even if I want to talk about the PlayStation game. I look at the PlayStation library and what that has to offer. Like for the time. If I want to go back and I want to play a fighting game. And what I think I would have the most amount of fun with, like, no, I don't think this game holds up today. I think you have far better options. Am I saying that means this is a bad game? Not necessarily, but I will say this was not my cup of tea. I I would rather go play a Street Fighter Alpha. I would rather go play Cyberbots. I would even like to give Groove on Fight for the Saturn another chance uh, before I played this game again. And. It, maybe it's just because it just didn't it didn't jive with me. I I like the visual design as much as I didn't like the graphics. I I don't think they're good. I I like the design. I like the way the story is told. I I like the concepts it presents, but it's just something that I think that you have to dedicate yourself to, uh, with a higher barrier to entry than what you would find in more typical fighting games, which still have a high ceiling. And require a lot of practice in and of themselves as well. So I don't want to say like they don't require work, but this just seems to require more work just to get into the fact where you're feeling confident in just the basics of what you're executing. So that's why that's why I have to say no. It's just it's too much into the hardcore gamer bro fighter gamer bro kind of community for me. And if that's you, that's fine. Enjoy your game, but like, I I can't I can't get into it. And there's just so many better options comparatively with my mindset for me to to say that this game still holds up today.
1: All right. Well, I suppose that
2: just leaves Ryan. So,
1: Ryan, what do you think?
2: I think it still holds up, but in the sense of just you know a two D fighter game the new jojo games i feel like are getting lost and um what they're trying to do what I, I know i mentioned it before they're like all open world and all that i think they should kind of take this game and this is what gets me kind of confused especially like hearing uh you guys talking about your like reviews of it but it could be revised Like in an arc system, I I always go to arc system, I guess. But, you know, it just it could be revised into like a just a standard 2D fighter. But this game does hold up. It's very, I guess, standard 2D fighter. If you like JoJo stuff, it's a really cool thing. I just wish it like would kind of carry on to what the other games did where this game only focused on one arc where the other ones focus on the entire world. And it's just kind of like, kind of brush this under the rug where they uh, made a fighting game where they had everybody in the game, where there was a 2D fighter that only had a couple people in it, which was this game. I just think that would be a better game, I guess, overall they just they just kept the game mechanics better because the new ones just kind of suck. They're just like you hit one button and you do a super move. This one you could at least fuck around with and like have some more creativity with um, the controls. But I just feel like they kind of lost that with the uh, the newer games. Mm. But I think it holds up. So it sounds like a, a mild yes is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. I just love the other arcs so much. Like part three mm. is really cool. It kind of goes with the uh, Fist of the North Star game where they had so many of the characters in a 2D fighter. And it looked really great and like everything was the kind of the same. And they had that with the next game that they made the uh all-star fighter which they like just re-announced i guess which is the exact same game (laughs) but unlike like ps5 and whatever but it looks really cool and they have all the characters but i just would rather be a 2d fighter i don't know it just jojo shouldn't be i guess a 3d fighter that might be my answer to this question
1: okay well there you have it so overall a fairly tepid response i think we have we have two like sure yes and one no so take that as you will but there you have it so that is uh, that is going to wrap our discussion for for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on the Dreamcast and uh before we kind of roll into our usual spiel we we always want to take a moment to thank our Wonderful guests. So, uh, so Ryan, thank you once again for joining us on the show. It's always a pleasure.
2: Oh yeah, I love being on here.
1: And uh, is there anything uh, out there on the world wide web that you would like the the folks at home to know about that that you do? Would you like to plug some stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I always check out Banzai Chat. I do talk a lot about JoJo stuff, and um, and yeah, maybe I'll make a video about this game. Think about it. This. Really kind of made me uh, think about that. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: As far as we are concerned, well, if you are listening to us, then that means uh, you're already here. So you found us. So congrats and welcome. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, please be sure to go back and check out our ever growing backlog. It's still crazy to think we've been doing this for like what 8 years now 8 years yeah so we we got a lot of content out there for you to keep you company on your commute or what have you and uh, that along with all of our other stuff whether it is our patreon or our merch store or perhaps the social medias or maybe the twitch channel or perhaps our youtube all of those things can be found at Linktree slash Retro Hangover. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash Retro Hangover. And speaking of the Patreon, because we've been we've been uh, <laughs> we've been plugging this pretty hard lately, uh, but mm-hmm. for good reason. And that is because if you join the Patreon now, you get access to the currently ongoing King of Games 1992 tournament in which bow,
2: bow, bow, bow. we have
1: oh like gosh. 10 podcasts involved it is, it is a good time, and we are there to very uh, scientifically determine the best game of 1992, and we will be taking no further questions. Please do not contact us, but definitely go and listen to it. So if you want to get in on that now, Patreon is the way to do that, and you can do it for as little as a dollar a month. Just just one, one American dollar, or whatever that converts dollar to in do. your local currency. There you go. That's all it takes, and you can get access to that stuff. Now, this will be coming out on the main feed eventually so you will get it you're you're gonna get it one way or another
2: whether you like it or not (laughs) but you can get it now steamrolled by it
1: yeah you can you can choose to receive it early by uh heading over to (laughs) the patreon i'm making this unnecessarily (laughs) sexual so i'm very
0: uncomfortable right now jane
1: (laughs) But that's the way to do it. So at any rate, that's all our stuff. Chris, would you like to briefly elaborate on what it is that we do over on the Twitch?
0: Yes. If you head to twitch.tv slash retro hangover, we play games at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday nights. So head on over to twitch.tv slash retro hangover and watch us play games. Play some games with us. Well, probably not with us because anyway, head over there and have a great discussion. And great people, great times, and games. Twitch.tv slash Metro Hangover, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Sundays. See you there, baby.
1: I'll be right there. Fantastic. Love it. Yes. All right. Well, I suppose with all of that being said, until next time.
0: Play with your Aura Aura stand joysticks.
1: Shane here with a quick message. You know, the one rule Chris and I have always gone by regarding advertisements is this. It has to be something we use and can personally vouch for. If you know me, you know I love coffee. And Bones Coffee Company has been my go-to for home brewing for quite some time now. Their small batch beans come in an impressive variety of flavors like Mint Invaders from Chocolate Space or Electric Unicorn, which I swear tastes exactly like Fruity Pebbles. And the best part, no added sugar or calories involved, just natural flavors infused right into the beans themselves. Build your own sample pack of five four-ounce bags to find out which flavors speak to you, or jump in head first with full 12-ounce bags They've even got K-Cups. Step up your homebrew game with Bones Coffee by visiting bit.ly B-I-T slash RHP Bones. That's bitly dot slash